welcome back party people to the whatnots reactor core this is this is episode 18 it has been some time since we have uh recorded one of these i think the last one we recorded was uh harley quinn and the birds of prey uh that was some time ago some time ago this week However, we're going to be talking about Scoob, but we will get to that in just a sec. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Yes. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> as well as Ignacio Rojas. Hey. How are you guys? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, you, as good as you can you be. You said you you had to go back to work after we're done Ye recording this. Yeah, I stopped work half an hour ago, shoved some food in my face, and as soon as this is done, I have to go back to work. So I'm kind of uh, not all here, but for my boy, for all my kids, I'm going to try. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nanasio, this yep. is your first time on the reactor core. Yes, uh, it is. But you are no stranger to us here at the Whatnots. You have been uh, co-hosting Crossplay with me. This is our video game podcast, uh, which I've, yeah. I've I've had a ton of fun making. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's really fun. so if you guys want to go check out all of that stuff, you guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com. Uh, but Scoob, Scoob is what Scoob. we're here to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, Melissa, you are kind of our resident Scooby-Doo expert. <laughs> I'm far from yeah, an true. expert. That is a life goal of mine. I often think about like what weird hobby I'm going to get into when I retire. Like how my dad got really into motorcycles and some people get into like sure. boats or yoga or uh, mosaics or something. I just want to learn everything like I, about Scooby-Doo. I imagine you on some like local news station. <laughs> and, and it says, Melissa Wilkinson, St. Louis Scooby-Doo expert. <laughs> <laughs> Number one person in the bi-state area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have I, I, I think I have more I fondness than actual knowledge about Scooby Doo. Mm, I have I to acknowledge you, yeah. it's it's deep, deep fifty year history. Whereas I mostly <laughs> just know Zombie Island and Mystery Incorporated. <laughs> and the live action James no. Gunn movie. <laughs> I wouldn't call that an expert guy. Okay, so what are your experiences with Scooby Doo? Man, uh, well, the original Scooby-Doo cartoon was always on during the day. Yeah. When I got to stay home sick from 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 school. I would turn on cart Cartoon Network, and it would be re The one from the of, 60s? Yeah. It, mm -hmm. it played all the, all, the, all the time here. Um, mm -hmm. But then I also remember a pup named Scooby-Doo. I really mm -hmm. liked that show. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think... I think that was about it for what I watched. I, I remember the live action movies, uh, stuff like that. Like I, I think I went to go see the first one in theaters, but mm -hmm. that's kind of about it. Um, 
and then Melissa, you and I yes. uh, covered Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated on the review show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That was good. What about you, Melissa? Same. I grew up with the the old school cartoon. I didn't watch as much Damn, a pup old, named Scooby Doo. Uh, I, I felt like it was talking down to me. I think by the time it was like on syndication and reran to me, I was older than the kids were in the show. So I'm like, I'm not settling for this. I'm only going to take the ones that are older than I am. And it's been <laughs> uh, a long time since I've crested that hill, and now I'm older than they are, which I don't like. <laughs> I like the rare adult variants of the, I like the meddling adults. The few times in various <laughs> canons we've gotten to see them. would have gotten away with uh, it too if it weren't for, mm-hmm. for you meddling senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island a lot as a kid. Some of the other what? cartoon movies. I did really like the first live action movie. I've never seen all of Monsters Unleashed somehow. I've seen chunks of it, but oh. never the whole thing 100% beginning to end. I own it. I own a box set of both of them. So it's about time I sit down and like really experience the whole thing. And Expert then I found Miss. <laughs> I found Mystery Incorporated in college, which is still one of my favorite TV shows I have ever seen. Mm. That really cemented this franchise's place in my heart. Like I never really thought about how much Scooby Doo really meant to me. Until I saw Mystery Incorporated. <laughs> oh. Okay. What about you, Ignacio? He's he's uh, 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 over here being like, man, you guys are old fogies. Yeah, man, you watch the original? Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. we are. It was, it was what was on. Yeah, so I, I'm, of course, younger than both of you. So the Scooby-Doo I grew up with was actually What's New Scooby-Doo. Okay, yeah. Right? I do remember From that, the that early 2000s. I... Yeah, so that's... Yeah. So I watched that when when it was on Cartoon Network. I grew up with it. I also, mm-hmm. whenever it would pop up, I would watch the other older Scooby-Doo shows, like A Pop Named Scooby-Doo or The 13 Ghosts. I think that's mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever watched the original, though. I don't think I've ever watched it. So that's it for TV shows. I, of course, grew up with both live-action movies. I... I know I, I want to watch the f- second one on theaters. I can't remember if I watched the first one on theaters. But I think the first one, I at least had the DVD for it. Gotcha. And then I also had a bunch of the BHSs for the, mm. from the, like the same era of Zombie Island. I had Cyber yeah. Chase, I think is, that's one. That's the one mm-hmm. I watched the most. I had the one with the aliens... I had another one, I think, and then Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network would always show the other movies, like the one with the, the witches and yeah, Zombie yeah. Island. Although I don't think I've ever watched Zombie Island all the way, all the way through. It's among the best. Mm. And then, other than that, I of course had the PS One game for Cyber Chase. <laughs> I really loved that game. <laughs> I never finished it, but I really loved it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'd never watched any show after What's New Scooby-Doo. Mm. I, I never watched What is Mystery Inc.? Yeah, it's just called Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, and it aired on yeah. Cartoon Network in like from like 2010 to like 2013. 
and it's uh, we're taking the kids. We are planting yeah. them in one town the whole time and they're investigating like there's monsters of the week but it's also like the mysteries of the town Mm -hmm. mysteries of their parents and of their own pasts and it's more serialized and like a little darker and more mature and like really cool looking art i dig it a lot it was very good don't they eventually go to another dimension or something a parallel universe yeah that show gets like it, weird. It, yeah. It gets apparently it gets pretty weird. It does. Yeah. We covered yes. season one of that show back on episode twenty five of the Whatnots mm-hmm. review show. Oh, a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, so I don't know why I never watched that one. Yeah. Huh. Well, well I so I, I tried to look up some <clears throat> facts about Scoob and the stuff I wanted to find out they didn't have yet. Uh, which would have been like the how much money it made on opening mm-hmm. weekend and and stuff yeah like that, uh, but it was not in the box office, so box office mojo <laughs> does not have those numbers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the studio that made the film doesn't really need to report those numbers unless they want to. Um, yep. However, it's interesting that Trolls World Tour. Uh, which came out what like a month or so ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, more or less. Made mm-hmm. a lot of money, and I think uh, like well, relatively records for. I think it made a lot of money relatively. Yeah, well, like I, I'm yeah. sure it would have made more money if it had mm-hmm. come out in theaters. Potentially yes, but I think people were amazed at how much it made for a video on demand, no theatrical mm-hmm. release mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, it made, I, I think it said like $90 million in the first three weeks, which was more oh. than the first Trolls movie did in its first five months in theaters. Wow. Uh, it, really? Yeah. It, it, it More like, than nine. 90 millions, million. Yeah, something like that. I might not have my numbers exactly right on yeah, that. I have, it was like, <laughs> I have no concept of how much rounds. money is normal to make in one weekend. Because I just operate bad. on Marvel numbers. So I don't know what pretty good is. Well, Trolls, I, that's DreamWorks, I think. Yes. Or not. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think 90 million for three, what'd you say, three months? Three Books weeks. Oh, three weeks. Yeah, I I don't think that that's really a good number for it's, an. It's not movie in the grand theaters. scheme of things, and like Melissa said, compared to like Marvel block b- 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 busters, but it's tr- yeah. trolls. You don't expect that to make Avengers money, but yeah. my point is, trolls was a hit. My point is, people were surprised at how well trolls did, 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 did. but. From what we can tell, Scoob seems to be outperforming it. At least that's oh, what people are spe- oh. spe- speculating. Because uh, it reached the number one spot on I- I- Amazon and iTunes in the first day, where as Trolls didn't make that until the second day and didn't even hit the ch- charts on I- I- Amazon. I mean, I mean on uh, I- 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 iTunes. Go. Side yes. note. Your numbers were really off by a lot. I'm I'm looking at <laughs> Box Office Mojo for Charles, the original one. Uh-huh. 
It said opening forty six million five hundred eighty one thousand. Sure. What do you say? You, For did the you say second 90? one? I think it it made like ninety million in 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 the first like three weeks. That was what screen banters. Someone yeah, I guess recording. the first I mean, one the made original, 46 million over the course of the opening weekend, and then I don't know yeah, how much its and ultimate then gross was. Gross worldwide, 346 million. Yeah, 153. It's not important what Charles made. Yeah, no, I'm just. <laughs> the point that I was trying to make is that people are speculating that it is doing better than this second. Trolls film, which was raising a lot of mm-hmm. eyebrows, and stuff. yeah, and that's and, also and I think, what started that whole AMC beef of like we're not going to mm-hmm. show Universal Pictures and our haters when they get back. So yeah, and I think it does stuff. make sense that that Scooby is doing better because I think the Scooby Doo name it it has like we said fifty years of so- of history, mm-hmm. so. Now, in the situation that we are on, I do think that more people would see Scoop and given the situation, would give it a try as yeah. opposed to seeing Trolls, uh, the third Trolls, nonetheless. I, I, I feel like Scooby is also a much more household name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have Trolls. I, I think it wouldn't only be attractive for kids right now. I think that Adults that grew up with it would have given it a chance. Like me, I give it yeah. give it a chance. I n- never would have watched Jaws, but I did watch Scoop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so let's get into our general thoughts and stuff. What did you guys think of this new movie, Scoob? It's Alyssa, corny as heck, but it's very sincere. Like, it yeah. definitely has its share of... Uh, awkward we're gonna try and modernize this here's a contemporary pop culture reference jokes but like what cartoon movie adapting an old ip does not have that like it's run-of-the-mill for those things but i think it nails the emotion behind it it's very very sweet in a way i appreciate it and i loved how it was just jam-packed with little references to the larger Hanna-Barbera canon oh not little a lot of references well there's there's they were very a ton. i mean there's characters that are appearing uh i mean blue falcon and dinomont are in it uh dick dastardly captain mm-hmm. caveman all of like other characters are in it this is kind of a backdoor pilot for a Hanna-Barbera yeah. cinematic universe which does kind of diminish i suppose uh the scooby gang's actual role in the film but just all of these like every little bit of background signage like the thing how they would name various landmarks they were going to all of that stuff was Mm -hmm. all hannah barbera references and i'm like good this movie it feels like it is for a child and it is for me (laughs) all that stuff is for me ignacio what about you oh my thoughts exactly like Melissa, I think I I really enjoyed the movie. I don't think it's a great movie in mm-hmm. any way, but it, I think it it was an enjoyable movie. It had a heart, and I can see people having their complaints, especially like old school Scooby Doo fans, mm-hmm. as it it's mostly a Scooby and Shaggy story more than just the gang in general. Yeah, and also they're not really solving a mystery. It's just more supernatural stuff. 
But yeah, that being said, I did enjoy it for what it was. I I think that it accomplished what it set out to do, which was just something fun, mm -hmm. something with heart. And I really enjoyed that. And as someone who did grow up with other Hanna-Barbera properties and knowing of their larger universe, I did really like all of the references. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, that to me, it ele elevated it at least a bit more. I, I think I agree with you guys for the most part as like a, just a general film aimed at kids. I think it checked all the boxes. It was fun. There was action. There was funny moments. It it, it had it all and it had a, the, the heart behind it to back it up. So in that sense, I had fun and I in, 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 enjoy, enjoyed it. However, as a Scooby-Doo movie, I thought it was really bad. It's, oh. I, I thought it was not good at all. Um, but then again, I'm also not the target audience mm -hmm. for this, this, this film. So it's just like, all right. Like, I mean, I, I see what they were going for. They accomplished it and they accomplished it well. I was just as the like the 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 nostalgia in me was like you didn't nail the spirit of Scooby Doo. E and I was just like, ah, yeah. There's it's weird what they chose to leave out in this movie. Like mm -hmm. uh, like Ignacio mentioned, it's very focused on Scooby and Shaggy, and then Fred, Velma, and Daphne are far below them in terms of like screen time and like where you know, what little bit of development they have and then the whole gang is sharing with all of these other Hanna-Barbera characters it is not a mystery it is the plot resembles nothing of what you know of Scooby-Doo a lot of the classic things are missing which is weird but what was in there I think I did like mm -hmm. yeah indeed uh, let's see, let's, we're gonna do a little bit of housekeeping really fast, uh, and then we will get into spoiler territory and, uh, start recapping the film and talking about it and what we liked and didn't like and et cetera, et cetera. If you guys did not know, uh, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. Uh, you guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com or your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in the whatnots and our podcast will all pop up right there. Uh, if you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us. Uh, you guys can get all sorts of bonus content uh, and some exclusive content at our $3 tier. Speaking of which, Melissa, you yes. and I just recorded some Patreon-exclusive episodes of the reactor core uh they will be up shortly after we get this one up because i still have to mm -hmm. edit them uh but over the next three months we have uh some patreon exclusive stuff for the reactor core in which we are talking about movie trailers from different decades and reacting yeah. to them yeah, we're going back and watching trailers from uh, from our lifetimes. <laughs> we yep. didn't go very far back, but the it's 90s, like movies are the two thousands, yeah. the two thousand tens. Yeah, we thought it would be fun to instead of talking about like a brand new movie, 
or even like reacting to a trailer for a movie that is coming out and is actually culturally relevant. We're like, let's go back and watch old movie trailers and talk about the art of the trailer itself and like how trailers have evolved in our lifetimes and what patterns we see and what trailers stick with us for their own sake and not just because they're uh, advertising a movie we saw and we liked. That was a lot of fun. So be on the lookout mm-hmm. for that stuff on our Patreon. Uh, and we would also like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, for helping us out and uh, supporting us on Patreon for so long. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Indeed. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's get into spoilers. And that stuff. There we go. Okay. Let's see. I, I, I mean, I can talk about stuff I didn't like. I, I don't necessarily want to start with negative st- stuff for all of that. So let's let's kind of go through it step by step, and and uh, break the film down that way. Mm-hmm. So the movie starts out. Scooby steals a big giant hunk of meat. Is running from the cops. Because you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. Uh, mm-hmm. And he runs into a lonely little boy named Shaggy. Oh, uh, so sad. It was sad. I'm so lonely. <laughs> His Spotify <laughs> Weekly, man. That, 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 it was a terrible playlist. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they run into one another. Bada bing, bada boom. It's love at first sandwich. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, and they go home. They decide to be best f- f- friends forever. Uh, and then I don't know how much time passes, but it's Halloween. Uh, and It then seems like it's out. that day, which is weird. Okay. Yeah, it is a bit weird, but I, I think it... No, yeah, I think it must, must have been that day. Yeah. But yeah, the one thing I'm, I'm sad that is that they removed a scene that was in the trailer, which was Scooby leaking Shaggy, and then Shaggy leaking Scooby back. Oh, <laughs> I really like that scene. I, I wish it was says would have been still in the movie. Mm-hmm. I That's like that the funny. movie from step one establishes, like it recognizes this is the core of the thing. Everybody loves the whole gang, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velma, Icon, Daphne, Icon, Fred icon all of them but like the real heart of it is scooby and shaggy always has been it's the classic boy and his dog story the most beloved boy and his dog story i suppose except for that charlie brown kid who so i (laughs) so i like that this is where they start yeah like we are getting you off on the right foot you're welcome to the the story surprise it's what you knew it was always going to be. It's just a cute boy and his dog story. There might be yeah. a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll come back to that in a sec because I have something I want to mm-hmm. add, but I, I mm-hmm. add just a little bit, bit over here. Uh, so, yeah. Halloween night uh, when all of a sudden the insane clown posse attacks. They're attacked <laughs> by ju- juggalos skateboarding <laughs> around them, right? Uh- <laughs> no. It's the, okay, so they... <laughs> It's these kids, like these punk kids on skateboards, and they've got like clown paint on their faces. What I love is that they steal the candy. They steal the candy, not for them to eat. 
they're like, don't eat all of this candy. This is bad for you. And then they throw it over a fence into the lawn of a spooky house. I love that they take the choice like, oh, they don't want the candy. These are health bullies. Yeah. I love the the one joke where it was like, don't you know, like, Halloween is this thing created by comp- corporations for you to eat more candy? And then Scooby is like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we have no problem with it. We know. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, so they uh, the the candy gets tossed inside the like neighborhood's quote haunted ha- house, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's kind of when the rest of the gang shows up. Uh, Fred in his knight in shining armor costume, mm-hmm. Daphne as a Wonder Woman, and Velma as a Supreme Court j- j- justice. I don't remember which specific She's Ruth one. Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader. They're all yeah. very well-chosen costumes. <laughs> or like Shaggy yeah. would say from Harry Potter. Yeah. Right. Which house are you on? I'm Ruth so, Baker, Bader Ginsburg. Ah, uh, I guess have a both then. So they go in the haunted mansion to get the candy back. There's supposedly a ghost in the, there, but very quickly... They solve the, the, the mystery. Oh, it's not actually a ghost. It's the guy that lives there. Oh, and mm-hmm. the guy that lives there is also like stealing and reselling a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff on yeah. eBay. Mm-hmm. And that's their first mystery. That's that's kind of the opening to the movie. Yeah, is that. Um, and yeah, I so thing that I wanted to circle back. You is the thing that you mm. said, Melissa, that the heart of this movie is Scooby and Shaggy. Mm-hmm. They say that by the end of, of the film. Yeah. It's like, you guys are the heart of Mystery Incorporated, right? Um, and I don't know about you guys, but all the marketing material that I saw for this movie told me that this movie was going to be the story of how Shaggy met Scooby. That was included, but I don't know if it implied to me yeah, that that was it the so entire I, focus of the thing. Because they show you I the... Was then, because that's what I thought this movie was going to be. From the tra- you thought they were going to be 12 for like an hour? No, because yeah. the, I think at least most of the trailers started with that scene of Scooby and Shaggy coming together as mm-hmm. kids. But then, mm-hmm. for most of the trailers, the rest was just them as adults meeting the Blue Falcon and going after Dick Dastardly, the robots, and all that. Yeah. I don't think how you would have gotten there. I, I think what I happened know. is I saw the initial tr- trailer that came out that was more like, look at this sweet art style. And I was like, yeah. that looks amazing. Uh, and then I never really paid attention except for some like <laughs> buzz on Twitter and, and stuff like that. And so that's kind of what I thought the movie was going to be. And then it wasn't that. And I'll be honest, I was kind of disappointed. Like, I like, I, mean, but- I think I would have loved that story of, like, the story of how Shaggy and Scooby became friends, like, became the heart of the team. But isn't that at least mostly on you? Because I... I- <laughs> It is, and yeah, that's why, I mean, that's you why I'm, I'm saying I was disappointed that it was not that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you admitted that you didn't even pay much attention. You watched the first right, trailer, yeah. which I, I'm guessing 
even then you didn't pay much attention to the thriller because I mean yeah, them meeting was never never a lot of the trailer. Yeah. Never. So I, like all all I'm saying is that somewhere along the, the, that line mm -hmm. I got misled. I didn't yeah. pay attention. I came up with my own like, oh, this is what the <laughs> movie is about. And then when it was not that, I was like, oh, not what I was expecting. Yeah. Oh, well, um, which is oh, fine, but uh, yeah, like I, 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 I just don't know where along the line. I guess I was just like, oh, I guess I mm. didn't pay enough att att attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the movie's already over. They they've become friends and they've become the heart of the team. What a nice twelve minute movie. Yeah. Arc's done. Yeah. Story complete. So yeah, so we we get that, and then we get this time j j j j j j jump when they get older. The one well, thing in that between I liked about that, what, what oh, was sorry. that, Ignacio? No, it's that you in between the time jump, you get the like the opening. Yeah, movie, which is the, in a way, a recreation of the original opening mm -hmm. for the original mm -hmm. show, pretty much, shot, but still shot, adding yeah. adding some stuff in between. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, which I thought that was neat. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I thought that I was like super that fantastic. Um, yeah, but yeah, we 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 get this time j j j j j j j jump, which I thought was neat because you can kind of insert any Scooby Doo show you want in mm -hmm. there of like that was the Scooby <laughs> show that I like watched mm -hmm. when, when I was a, ki a kid so we saw them when they were young then it was Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc right and that mm -hmm. was the show that happened there and then we pick up like 10 years or so, or so down yeah. the, down the road or at least that's what I admit yeah imagine, they're ambiguous right? uh late teens I think they they mentioned that they do taxes, so I presume yeah. they're at least 18. They've had jobs of some kind. Is this a also, paying position solving mysteries? Who can say? They yeah, are ambiguous, so, like 18 to like 22-year-olds. Yeah, that's like Fred kind of can, the thing is like, can drive you wanna go legit. You want to start yeah. money for making this and take on bigger... Uh, mysteries and stuff like that. Yeah, they like, open a cute yeah. little storefront by the end of the movie on the, on the boardwalk. You know, you're walking her along the boardwalk and you want an ice cream cone and you want to play some skee ball and you remember that your uncle has a map to like some lost gold and you want <laughs> help finding it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I forgot. I have a mystery. Let's stop inside here. Oh right, here. my dad was <laughs> murdered. Can you guys help? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my li little brother d disappeared a month ago. I forgot. Can 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 you guys help? <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so they're out for some like venture capital, some angel investor <laughs> to to help invest mm. in their business. So enter Simon Cowell. <laughs> yes. You heard me right. Simon yeah. Cowell. Here's the deal about this. That has been the go-to contemporary pop culture reference for the last 18 years. So it, yeah. it almost feels like the most classic nostalgic version of awkward contemporary pop culture reference. He was a joke yeah. in like Shrek 2. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were 11. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I thought yeah. I was baffled. I was like, it is of a, all the a, people? 
It is Simon a strange Cowell. choice. Mm-hmm. This is bizarre. Yeah. yeah, and for me personally, I didn't like the inclusion of someone like Simon because yeah. trying to tie it like to the real world, I didn't like that. And also the other references to other real world world people, contemporary people. But it does seem to be something that the Scooby Doo along all of his its history has done. Mm-hmm. It's always something that yeah. that's the show does, which is yeah. include Scooby-Doo contemporary meets the globe trotters. E- exactly. Yeah. So meets... like it feels corny and awkward, mm-hmm. but like the show has always done this throughout yeah. all of its canons. No. And like that's just like the thing yeah. any movie like this I would just, do. So I can't fault it. Why for Simon it. Cowell? Like it is, why not it someone is. who's more relevant? Like he like like you said, he was the joke like 18 years ago. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's not like we need money, so we're gonna ask James Corden. He's like, gonna listen it, to us sing. It's someone that the kids might know more, like Ninja or 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 <laughs> Taylor Taylor Swift, right? Like I I don't mm. understand why or Simon go for, like, Cowell. He's not oldest, relevant to like, the children. Most classic <laughs> reference possible. It's like, well, we asked Don Knotts. <laughs> Funny. Like who was if, around in 1969? Charles Nelson Riley, will you help us? I'll be honest though, if it was Don Knotts, that would have been the funniest moment in the entire film. Kids love Don Knotts, even if they don't no, know no it one yet. Knows who he is anymore? <laughs> Ignacio, do you do you know who Don Knotts is? No, no, I'm, I'm lost. See? He's the guy from uh, Andy Griffith Show and Incredible Mr. Limpet and The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. He's like the bug-eyed. Whoa, whoa. He's that guy. From like all He's the always old startled. black and white TV shows in the. If you see a scrawny bug-eyed God. man wearing like suspenders and he looks startled and nervous, that's John Knotts. He was on Scooby Doo, the classic cartoon, at least. Mm-hmm. Once I feel like he was on the I never times. watched. I never yeah. watched. I'm not as old as you guys. <laughs> oh, well, Melissa, <laughs> we're getting old. <laughs> uh, maybe Don Knotts never made it to South America. Knows, but I don't yeah, know, so maybe. <laughs> Simon Cowell sh- shows up and he was like, "Hey, I like you guys. I want to invest in you, but not, but not Scooby or Shaggy." They're useless. Mm-hmm. And so they are like, well, fine. We see when we're not wanted. And they go bowling. That's what you do when you're not wanted. Yeah, they go spite bowling. Wait, before, yeah. before we leave the diner, is it here that they reference Scooby and Shaggy being the ones in charge of lunch or having them eat? Because I, I like know. how that was a, a running gag throughout the movie. I, I do. I think it might come later. Yeah, I think it was there, like as like trying to figure out what was what was their role. And I think mm-hmm. there they they say, "Oh, we're in charge of of food or something like that." And yeah, I love how that a, comes back later in the movie. It might have been a throwaway joke then, but I I agree with you. I do like when it comes back later and like the rest of the gang's so crabby with each other, and they're like, "Wait a minute." Scooby and Shaggy weren't here to make a stop and eat lunch. That's why we're upset. (laughs) We're hangry. (laughs) Yeah, they should have been here. They're valuable. So, Scooby and Shaggy go bowling. 
but the bowling pins turn out to be these like robotic monster things. They're these very little, cute. Yeah, they're devilishly cute because they are wanting to yeah. kill Shaggy and Scooby. They chase them around the block a little bit. They get to a dead end. And I will say, all of a sudden, Shaggy and Scooby get abducted. They do get abducted, but before that, while they're still in the bowling alley, this is one classic Scooby trope that the movie does yeah. have, which is that Scooby and Shaggy are being pursued. They like duck behind a counter and they come out with outfits and they act like, no, I'm yeah. supposed to be here. They're mm-hmm. like, hi, welcome to our snack bar. Here's our menu. What would you like to order? And the robots are like, well, snacks. Yeah, let me see that menu. I want tater tots. <laughs> And I like how it ends with them, like, hey, what do you want? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, no, we don't have that. And that's how they right? use. Right? They can only lie so far. And like, then I was it like, crumbles why around Why don't you them? just, like, be like, but you no, know what? We're we out have to of go ch- 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 check in the back to see if we have that. Mm. And then just leave. Like, you didn't have to be like, oh, no. We, the, how how will we ever lie to get out of this one? <laughs> I love how, how into the character they get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. I, I liked that. Um, but yeah, Sh- Shaggy and Scooby get abducted. Meanwhile, we check back in with the gang um, who find out that Shaggy and... Well, they, they find out that there is trouble at the bowling. Yeah, they hear it in the, in the police radio. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so they go to check it out because they know that that's the bowling alley that Shaggy and Scooby always go to. And I have to just say that scene when it shows their car going down these streets, that the art that they did for that, it looked like a claymation kind of diorama looking thing. It looked really good. Yeah. I loved oh. it. This is a neat um, looking movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole thing is, like, 3D computer animated. Mm-hmm. It all looks g- g- good. But whoever did that scene specifically on their t- on the, uh, on their team, I thought, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They deserve a, ra- 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 a raise. That, that scene was good. It looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the art, art, the art style, what did you guys think of, of this... 3D kind of art art style for Scooby. I hope you do because I don't think we've seen Scooby in a, like a 3D format, have we? Uh, mm, I mean, if you're right. not counting the live action movies, no. Yeah, I uh, think you're right. Yeah. I think it's all been traditional, traditional looking yeah. 2D mm-hmm. style animation. Yeah. I, I liked it. Like, there's nothing. Yeah incredibly unique about it but it is very well executed well designed uh i think the only little things that bugged me is that sometimes backgrounds looked like they had too few extras yeah <laughs> like they're there that, in the cafe and you can see out the window budget they're, yeah mm-hmm. there's like four people walking by and like a you can tell like a very computed pattern but it never went so far as to be like joking about old Hanna Barbera cartoons where the background <laughs> repeats and you walk past the same vase of flowers nine times. I wish it would have gone that far. Yeah. Um, and I like the outfits for everybody. A lot of times they'll update the outfits, but Velma's the same. I, I, I want to see more different Velma outfits, please. 
her outfit is so iconic. Like first, it is. first yeah. we got Scoob. Next, we're gonna get Velma's outfit. Right? <laughs> it's it's that iconic. It is. That's yeah. the name of the really film. Change her her. I don't, we'll just like you know make it a different style of sweater besides a, a turtleneck or something. She had some cool looking like little boots on, but oh, like Fred and Daphne were like changed enough. Mm-hmm. Shaggy's wearing a t-shirt. Shaggy's... You can't do a lot with that, but I yeah. feel like I would like more Scooby Doo uh, revamps to acknowledge. Hey, nobody's really wearing turtlenecks anymore. Like <laughs> if you're gonna do away with the ascot, which I I would rather have ascot than turtleneck. Love the ascot. I want the ascot every time. I want I the turtleneck like, changed around a little bit. I feel like the turtleneck to ascot ratio <laughs> usually favors turtleneck in these modern times. I wish times. it was the opposite. I want to inspire. <clears throat> I turtleneck uncomfortable. We all could. I almost wore one today. <laughs> Except I had to. Dude, just sitting here like shoving stew in my mouth before I did record. If I would have had like 10 more minutes, I would have gone to my closet and found an ascot of some kind. Oh. See, I own ascots. I own things that can be used as ascots. I've never owned one turtleneck. I I do have to say, I like that Velma was Hispanic, or at least like yeah. part Hispan- hmm. Hispanic, because I, I don't think they've really ventured into that stuff in a- no. any of the cartoons. Um, at, at at least not enough where she speaks in Spanish. But there's one that, scene yes, in this movie that was nice. where she speaks in, sp- in sp- Spanish. And yeah, I'm just which like, oh, nice. Mm, I never like it when movies do that. Like you have the like Hispanic person, and you have them randomly say something in Spanish at some point. Like it, I know yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, it isn't realistic. But mm, at least it was just one scene, which. I didn't like it there because I do think that you know, English, 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 one word in Spanish, English, all that. Like it was I, really only I never one liked thing. It. So in, yeah. in that sense, you, it was that right. one thing. Yeah, it, it, it is this like awkward thing of like they they didn't need to include that. No. Um, yeah, I I would have liked I, the like if you were going to do it, I feel like do it often like make it a real character trait but i wonder if like the actress ad-libbed a lot of yeah (laughs) i wonder if she ad-libbed a lot of spanish words and like just that one is the take that got in yeah and that's why there's only (laughs) one in the movie i i'm imagining the subtitles now just saying jinkies in spanish (laughs) 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 exclamation point jinkies exclamation i think it it was just jinkies in spanish like the same Yankees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yankees. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was ever a different word. <laughs> That's funny. But but yeah, I mean at at at, at least for me, I thought it was an inter- an interesting bit to her character. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. I I I I I I like that 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 bit there. But yeah. Um Let's see, where are we? The rest of the gang is after Shaggy and Scooby. Mm-hmm. But Shaggy and Scooby get abducted. They think it's by aliens, but it turns out mm-hmm. it's not. It is it's Ikea. It's, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, man, we're I'm sorry, Ikea, I love those Scoob. dumb jokes. I love them so much. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, uh, they're abducted. 
deducted by his name is what? Bl- the Blue, Blue Falcon. Falcon. It's Blue Falcon yeah. and Dino Mutt, and then their Dino. pilot is named DD Skies. Is that supposed Very to be a pun on something? Undisguised? I don't know. I was wa- so today. I looked up a Scoob Easter eggs video, and the video included some very helpful Easter eggs. Some I knew, some right. I did not. But it also stopped and explained every pop culture reference. Like Shaggy thinks that Velma's Halloween costume is a student from Hogwarts. This is based on the Harry Potter book series by British <laughs> author J.K. Rowling. And I'm like, this isn't what I Wait, came J.K. here for. J.K. Rowling wrote those. Explain to me the really particular little <laughs> Hanna-Barbera things. Uh, yeah. Dee Skies is apparently from the original Captain Caveman cartoon, which ah, I didn't okay. know. I knew he had three un- sidekicks known as yeah. the Teen Angels, but I did not know mm. their individual names. I gotcha. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Um, yeah, so we, we, we've seen Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt once before in the film at the start we see Shaggy yeah, and Scooby figures. in Shaggy's room, and he has the action figures of them. Shaggy yeah. is a big fan mm-hmm. of, of them. They recognize them right away. It's like, oh my god, you're you're not the real one because that's not the outfit. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't wear that. There's no feathers. Who are you? She's just like it's I. I upgraded the suit, you guys. Like, yeah, and on. like the previous Blue Falcon has retired, and this is his son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's his son, but it's the original Dino Mutt who is fed up with yeah. him and misses the original Blue Falcon. <laughs> they all yeah. miss the original Blue Falcon. Nobody really likes the new guy, but they're trying to groom him into a hero. They never so, call him the Blue Falcon. What? What's his name? Brian. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like something like he always refers to him as Brian. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, what do you think? I didn't recognize him as Mark no. Wahlberg. Uh, he was doing a very good Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. Im- impression in that. At, yeah. At, 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 t- at times, I was like, "That sounds like Ryan Reynolds," but I know it's not. Like, right? He's not, yeah. He's not in in this film, and then yeah, at the end, it was like, "And Mark Wahlberg as what's his butt." I was like, "Wow, you yeah. did good. You did really good right there." I knew beforehand that it was Mark Wahlberg, and even then, sometimes I couldn't even recognize his voice in there. Like, I think he really did a great job with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the voice Speaking. acting overall in this movie is very good. Like, there's yeah. a lot of lines that are real cheesy. But they are said so precisely and timed so precisely that it really got a laugh out of me. Yeah, and I think most of the cast isn't really like a voice acting, like cast. Like, for example, you have Zac Efron, you have Amanda Seyfried, you have uh, Malfoy from... Harry Potter, I forget. It's his dad. Yeah, it's Lucius yeah. Malfoy's Dick Dastardly. He's Dick Dastardly, yeah. Really? He does yeah, a great so, job, yeah. Yeah. I did not pan up a. T- and then Mark Wahlberg, attention. and then Dynamite was King Jong, I think. Yeah, maybe? he does a great job. Yeah. yeah, so the guest isn't really like a traditionally voice acting cast, so I really like how it was never a problem. Yeah. Good. Speaking of that, though, uh, a kind of point of tension around this film was recasting Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of people really like Matthew Lillard as Born Shaggy. Born for the role. 
Yeah, and I I I would agree with you. I think he was born for that for that role. Uh, can you guys remind me the name of the actor that played Shaggy? I should just. I forgot. You guys know off the top. Ah. He's like a comedy guy. Is it Will Forte? I forget who, who voiced him. I'm looking it up. I know people. There are screens right now. This guy. It is Will it's... Forte. Okay, Will... good. Because Will Forte is like a name I see in things all the time, but I can never remember remember what he looks like or the last thing I heard or saw him in. Yeah. Like, I know he's a guy, but I have not personally been able to track him very well. Yeah. So, what did you think of him specifically as Shaggy? Because he's one of the main characters there. And I know for someone like me, it was like, oh, it's someone else. It's 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 not them. But what did you guys think? Yeah. He does, he does a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. it's uh, it's very much in the classic Shaggy voice, but it's still very mm-hmm. heartfelt. Like when he, he can deliver the jokes, but when he needs to deliver the emotional lines, it's also uh, it's just as effective there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to me, I, I never had a problem. One, because I think he did a great job with the voice. And mm-hmm. second, I don't have any attachment to any English voices for Shaggy. So it was never a problem to me. Mm-hmm. And... Having to pick between him and what was the name of the other one? Matthew Lillard. Matthew yeah. Lillard. I, I would, I prefer the one we got for Scoop. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think my thoughts on the voice acting um, is kind of the same as my thoughts overall on on the film. I liked it. I think they did a good job. My nostalgia, I, I think, just got in the mm-hmm. way. And was just like, ah, it's not what I want. It's not what I remember. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 just slightly off. Like there, there was every now and again, like he would hit the accent, he would hit the 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 thing, and he'd be like, that's it, and then he would sell it back into something else. And I'm, yeah, not exactly what what, what what I want. But that aside, yeah, I I I think he was perfectly fine he he, mm-hmm. he did fant- fantastically <clears throat> oh. so which voices for which shaggy ha- has he done the voice matthew lillard that be- because uh, he, he of course couldn't have been the original one so he was the, the live action movie yeah, he's the live action one and then he was he is the one in mystery incorporated and they have the mm-hmm. original shaggy casey Kasem play his dad which is oh, nice. Oh, nice. And he's voiced Shaggy in like one of the Scooby Doo's since then. Like he's been. It might have been Be Cool Scooby Doo or like, like the more recent stuff. Scooby Doo and Guess Who. I'm out of touch with the stuff since Mystery Incorporated, just because since then I haven't uh, had a cable package with Cartoon Network in it. <laughs> <laughs> and like kids' cartoons are always a little bit trickier to like find regularly uh, streamed and updated somewhere online. Mm-hmm. Like a Hulu doesn't keep track of those I quite think... as closely as it does adult shows. Isn't there a Boomerang app? There I is there one. Is, that one has all I... these Scooby Doo shows. I, think. I just haven't paid for it. That stuff might be on that one too. And then I know HBO is uh, 
coming out with their thing i think this this next week uh they're hbo max and i know they own Mm. network yeah yeah they own wb and i might get that thing just for the cartoon network back catalog that's worth Mm. it for me i miss boomerang was boomerang ever a tv channel over there Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. we didn't always have it Oh, we have had a wide I, I variety of cable packages in my life, and like some channels weren't <laughs> able to be gotten reliably. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, we had it. It was always a channel that would play old, like Hanna Barbera shows and the like. Yeah. yeah. But then eventually, <laughs> for whatever reason, the channel just evolved into something different, where instead of showing old cartoons, it would just like. 2000s live action teen shows like the ones you would <laughs> find like the ones you would find in Nickelodeon for example it was so weird i don't know why why yeah. it changed so huh. drastically but yeah, i know i miss boomer but i am going to kind of speed things along here uh so we can cover the rest of the film um so we have met the entire Scooby gang, we have met uh, B- B- Blue Falcon, Dino Mutt, and Lady Skies. Was, was, was mm-hmm. her name? Is what you said? Cool. Uh, so the villain of the film is Dick Dastardly. But they is... don't introduce, introduce him like that, right? Right. What no, do they call they're, him? They're, they're, they're not just like, here he is, the villain! <laughs> no, but... Do they introduce him like Richard? Maybe. Uh, the, I don't know. I, I think there is one thing that mentions his full name is actually Richard, but yeah. Dick is a nickname for. Mm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then he comes and said, "Oh, you can call me Dick." Mm-hmm. You can call me Dick. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah. So he the the. The plot of the movie kind of revolves around what Dick Dastardly wants to mm-hmm. do. He, mm-hmm. it, it, what we find out has happened is that his uh, his his dog Muttley, um, mm-hmm. they opened up a portal into the underworld. <laughs> the <portal laughs> Look, right? Yeah, basically. Scooby yeah. is running from the cops. The insane clown. Posse is here. Simon Cowell is here. They open up a portal to hell. Uh, and then this movie they're, has they're, it all. Muttley yeah. goes in to steal a bunch of treasure and tries to come out, but he's stuck. It's mm-hmm. only a one-way portal. So Dick Dastardly is trying to find a way to get back to Muttley. The way he's found yep. to do that is through Scooby-Doo, who apparently is the long-lost relative of uh, Paritas, who was the dog of Alexander the Great. Yes. Mm. So apparently Alexander the Great and his dog found the portal to the underworld and, like, did some sort of a magical artifact spell to lock it away, and now you need one of their descendants to open it up again because... Dick Dastardly found, well, you can open it, but you can't come back out. You need one of the descendants to open up a two-way door. This yeah. is so preposterous. It's, but, I kind of dig it. I 
Yeah. It's it, convoluted. Like, it's a weird choice for a Scooby-Doo movie and that it is not remotely like mystery, spooky. Is it a monster? Is it a ghost? Uh, is it a killer? Charlie robot? It's no, just it's a just a guy land developer in a mask. Dastardly things. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah, weird that it, it is so overtly just like, I'm a villain and I'm looking for like, here I am. I have a couple short disguises, but I'm not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. I don't have any technology that makes you think there's a ghost and there isn't. Like mm-hmm. it's a really conventional kind of cartoon adventure story, which is an odd choice. But I do like yeah, that just... it is boy and dog versus boy and dog. I love yeah. that that's what it boils down to. Yeah, and I love that it wasn't. Oh, go ahead. No, it's that I love that it wasn't just this villain that wanted to dominate yeah. the world or right. or cause chaos. It was something personal to him. He mm-hmm. he had this friend that he lost, and he's going to willing to do anything, open a door to hell to bring him back. <laughs> yeah, and I really love that. And that's a great point. It, yeah, and it did get emotional at some points. Yeah, I really liked when Dick Dastardly me, is though, like. Hmm. I think for me though, this is where I kind of started rolling my eyes at at the yeah. film and just being like, ah, "Not it," um, because yeah, like this is not the type of adventure that mm-hmm. the Scoopy gang goes on. There's a a big fight scene with big ships and lasers and explosions and all of yeah. that stuff, and it's just like mm. this is not what the this is not Scooby-Doo. This is Johnny Quest. This is so- something else. Like, like mm-hmm. I can see something like this happening in a third. Sco- like, if this is the end yeah. of the yeah. trilogy and we've gotten the Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe and you want to have this big action explosion fight scene, you know, stuff like that, that's fine. But at least show me that you can get the spirit of Scoob- of Scooby Doo down. Besides just the first ten minutes of the film, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, I guess for me, the reason why it doesn't bother me is that it. I don't think this is meant to be a starting point to anything. We yeah. have, like I said, fifty years prior to it, and I think, like Melissa said, you can put, or Cal, you said, that you can put. Like any show in there, and it could be a continuation to any of those. So I don't think that it necessarily needs to be something else first to then get to here because everything has already come before it. So that's why I give it a pass for it, why it isn't. That makes sense. It doesn't bother me that it isn't like a mystery movie. Like it Mm -hmm. is mainly about the characters and the situation they're in. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so I, like, here's a, another thing that I thought, right? Mm-hmm. This whole inclusion of, of Simon Cowell. Let's go back to Simon <laughs> Cowell here, all right? Cowell, let it go. Let He's it go. the key to everything. What Dick Dastardly is doing isn't really all that villainous. He really yeah. only needs Scooby's help to unlock this portal. Now, of co- of course, he's... it's a portal to hell. Yeah, it's a portal. I mean, you saw what happened like, in the end. They let Severus go. Yeah, but 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 like, ultimately, 
the bad thing he did was kidnap Scooby Doo. But yeah. they literally could have gotten away with the Simon Cowell j- 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 joke <laughs> and put Dick d- 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 Dastardly there in- yeah. instead of like, what if he came to them and been like, look, normally I I hate you. You guys, you guys have solved so many mysteries. You have foiled me multiple times. I do, but I am putting aside my mm-hmm. villainous ways, and I need your help. Therefore, I'm going to hire you to solve this mystery for me. How do we open this portal to save my dog who is missing? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great. St- it's the same story. Yes, it's a great yeah. one. Like, why Simon Cowell? Who? Who in their who thought of that? Just like you know what, guys, screw all of that. Let's just put Simon Cowell in. (laughs) Not like he added anything or took away anything. Cowell, let it go. So weird to be. It was so bizarre. Yeah, the plot line of this movie is strange. This is the plot is weird, but I do like all the emotions that the plot comes back to. Like, I love, I forget exactly who it is he's explaining his plan to. But, like, Dick Dastardly is telling the story about how, like, Muttley got lost in the portal to hell and he needs to get Muttley out. And you are seeing what actually happens, which is that he, you know, the portal opens up and he's like, Muttley, Muttley, go in there. And Muttley's like, I don't want oh, to. He he's like, no, to no, 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 go do it. Like, he's treating <laughs> him like, like the way the Grinch treats Max. It's yeah. like, no, you're just kind of my little henchman. Go in there, do what I say. Ah. But like what Snyder, what um, Dick Dastardly is saying is, Muttley wanted to go, and I tried to stop him. Like he is say, like he's lying to make himself look better. But it's also, you can see that's how he wished things had gone. He wished he would have tried to stop Muttley. He wished he would have figured uh-huh. out, you know, oh, this is my dog. This is my best friend. I really care about him. I should not make him go first into a portal. <laughs> yeah. I liked yeah. that scene a lot. That was very well done. Yeah. I can't believe this whole movie hinges around a portal to hell. These are our plot elements. <laughs> One, Simon Cowell. Two, plot, portal to hell. <laughs> Funny. Um, yeah, like I, 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 I like what they, what they did with Dick Dad, with Dick Dastardly. I thought mm. he was a good character. In this, um, wait. So, when he got introduced, did both of you know or got who he was? In a general sense, but I'm sitting here now trying to remember in old cartoon canon exactly what is the difference between Dick Dastardly and Snidely Whiplash. Because in my head, that's one guy. Yeah, because to me, I I, at first I just. I just thought he was like a random guy, a random bad guy that I don't know, maybe had a backstory. But it wasn't until they oh, showed Snidely him. Snidely Whiplash is from Dudley Do Right. That is, uh, that's in the Jay Ward family of cartoons. It's another like bad guy with giant chin and mustache. They're just visually similar. Yeah, so I thought he was a random character, but it wasn't until <laughs> they show him on the ship and then he picks up the like the photograph he had with Mudley or mm-hmm. Mudley's photograph. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's that when guy? my jaw my jaw dropped really at that point because it was like that's him. I know who he yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, because the the name Dick Dusterly 
means means nothing for to me because mm, that that's... wasn't his name over here. Oh, but it wasn't he until really I his saw his do- cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah, he, just, he had it. Kind of just showed one. up in yeah some things. I think he had one, but yeah, what I know him from is uh, what's it called, the Laugh Olympics? Yeah, something wacky, yeah, wacky so races. Wacky races. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so I googled. Yeah, to me. It's not. <laughs> I will let you guys know. I googled Snidely Whiplash. Then I immediately googled Dick Dastardly. And now there's a window at the top of Google saying, searches related to Dick Dastardly and Snidely Whiplash. Do you want to Google Yosemite Sam next? <laughs> How many old cartoon villains do you want? Do you, do you want the Joker? With big mustaches, specifically. Yeah. yeah, more mustache villains, please. Yeah, so I didn't know until that moment that it was him because I, when I picture him, I picture the big hat and his dog. Uh-huh. So yeah, he never wore the hat. So yeah, that moment when he picks up the picture of his dog, that's when my jaw dropped. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I recognized the name and I was just like, he's not really a Scooby villain, but okay, yeah, no. he's Hanna Barbera. No way, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, let's see. Where should where, where should we pick up next? Um. So yeah, Dick Dastardly is tr- trying to open up this portal to hell. To do that, he's <laughs> co- collecting these like three dinosaur skulls. No, it's the which... three. It's the three skulls oh, of Cerebus. Harborus. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a very good right. oh, wait, ancient really? artifact to put in a Scooby-Doo movie. If you are going to put a weird mystic artifact in a Scooby-Doo movie, it should be Three this. This was Cerberus? a good choice. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff. Wait, you're saying which... Cerberus as in the dog, right? Yeah, yeah. the three-headed dog. Uh, yeah, I didn't make that connection. I... Huh. Yeah. Um, so one of these skulls is being guarded by... Captain Caveman out in the middle of nowhere. You now there, which I thought I, I for a second I thought was gonna be Bedrock in the oh, town. I will tell you. Bedrock, I will tell you this. Like, okay, are you guys ready? Red Flintstone? What? No. Are no, you guys ready for happen. some Hanna Barbera deep cuts? All right, yes. these are the references that I personally spotted. Yep. That scene you were talking about earlier, Kyle, when the van is like driving through the streets of. Uh, they're in mm-hmm. Venice, California. They're not in Coolsville or Crystal Cove, the superior city. Uh, there <laughs> is a billboard in the background for a Penelope Pit Stop perfume. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uh, I think the coffee shop they are going to where they meet Simon Cowell is called like the R&S Cafe for uh, Ruby and Spears, the uh, oh, co-creators I- of Scooby-Doo, that animation company, those guys. Um, oh, uh, the mountain where... Captain Caveman Lives is named Messick Mountain after Don Messick, the original voice of Scooby-Doo. And they have like a, you think it's just a silly made-up name for the skull of Cerebus there on Messick Mountain? Because like, why would they know what it is? They give it this magic artifact name. They call it a slag hoople, which is Wilma Flintstone's maiden name. Really? Yeah, there's way more stuff in there, but that's just some of the stuff I, plus there's like, there's a billboard in the background, there's Squidly Diddly. Yeah, um, there's like a, I, I got... like a Laugh Olympics uh, oh, arcade machine. There's little stuff all over the place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish I... this movie got the same like Easter egg deep 
search treatment that like a Marvel movie would get because I hmm. I just watched one video today that hit most of them. And I'm like, I know there's yeah. more. Please, mm-hmm. like somebody needs to deep comb through this and I want to know what's in there because I know it's way more than that. Yeah, two that I caught were in the where they they are in the amusement park and they are inside boarding the whole mm-hmm. the door. One of the things they use is a cutout of that kung fu dog. I don't remember. Oh, Hong Kong Fui, number one yeah, super he, guy. Yeah, they use his cutout for it. And then that same scene in the background, you can see a poster for what are they called? The weekends. Oh, the, the Hex witches. Girls, yes. Yeah, the yes, Hex there's girls. a poster for the Hex Girls. Also, Velma's yeah, laptop right. where it would have, like, the Apple symbol. It's got the uh, Quest Industries Q on it. Oh, I didn't And I would that. love to get some actual Johnny Quest yeah. action And, of course, the, the end credit scene is filled with, with references. Yeah. Like Johnny mm-hmm. Quest. Gorilla. Like yeah. Gorilla, yeah. Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw, yeah. God, this. God, I want funky phantom in the here. Be nothing to me. The names are totally different. <laughs> like, like I, like I, I one hundred percent would be okay with a Hanna Barbera cinematic universe. Yes, that would be great. Well, Hanna, the Hanna Barbera universe was really one of the first interconnected universes mm-hmm. there yeah. ever was. Flintstones, it not was, the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. the Love Olympics. And wacky races. Um. So yeah, we mentioned there's one of the skulls of Harborus, the swag hoople, uh, being guarded by Captain Caveman. Uh, that was an interesting scene to in- include, and then they included a reference to Gladiator in that mm-hmm. too, which I thought was was good. I was like, see, mm-hmm. that makes a lot more sense than Simon Cowell. Like, that's no, I don't know how Timeless. many kids would would that one's get the reference for, the for gladiators. Adults. And that I feel like just the phrase "Are you not entertained?" Uh, a Are child has heard that, even if they don't know what it means or, or what it's sure. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, they collect the skulls. They go to I guess like what ancient Greece, ancient Rome. I forget which one. No, modern, modern, modern Greece. <laughs> Well, you know what they I don't mean. go back in time. Back in time. Over the thing and like, okay, like it, it transforms all of the buildings yeah. into the way they looked yeah. when Alexander the Great was back there being great. Yeah, but it is it is a modern time. Yeah, yeah they they open up the portal to hell. Uh, Dick dastardly tries to run in there, but the ghost of Cerberus comes out, starts guarding it. Uh, Which I like his animation style. Like, I think it yeah. was, they did something that was different mm-hmm. from the other animations. I really liked them. Yeah, it it, 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 it it looked good. I liked it. It reminded me a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Because <laughs> you fight Harborous uh, I mean, in the Colosseum. Yeah, you fight him, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that one is the one from Hercules, because, yeah, all right. No, no it's all Greek mythology. Any, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So then they they eventually figure it out. Dick dastardly runs in to go save Muttley. Uh, he thinks he's t- t- too late, but Muttley is just taking a nap. Uh, he wakes up yeah. as Dick dastardly is hugging him, and then it's realizes very what's happening, and he's just mm-hmm. like. 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, you're, you're, you're giggling? What the hell? Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's a big heartfelt reunion. Um, meanwhile, I, I should say one of the plot threads that's happening is that uh, Blue Falcon is not the man that his father was. He's not the same no. action he hero, uh, and he is often seen running away and cowering uh, and stuff like that. And he and Shaggy have a moment uh, where they kind of reconcile and I, I guess give each other a, 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 a pep, pep talk. Uh, and it's like, hey, this is your chance. You don't have to do things the way your father did. Like, you can be mm -hmm. you and you're heroic in your own right for doing X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that helps out Blue Falcon to kind of realize who he is and who he can be. And at the same t t time, I think that helps out Shaggy, mm. who, again, this whole movie is kind of revolving around the friendship of Ubi and Shaggy, which at the moment was on a rocky turn. Yeah, because um, there's a, a scene at the beginning of the movie where Shaggy, where it's the first day he's brought him home and he gives Scooby-Doo this uh, collar, you know, with his mm -hmm. name on it. Almost like it's an engagement ring, and Scooby's like, "I'll wear it. I'll never take it off. Never take it off." But the then when they find out, oh, they're <laughs> uh, Dick Dastardly is after Scooby Doo. We should put him in some Blue Falcon armor. Like he has to take the collar off to get the armor on, and she yeah. takes it very personally. <laughs> yeah, um, like I, 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 I get that um, arc in general that he feels like. Scooby's kind of splitting away from him that the two of them have always been a pair and now Scooby's taken up with his own, you know, Shaggy's own hero Blue Falcon uh, little bits like that, I'm like why would he take that personally? Like this makes sense does he not want Scooby to have some armor on him? The computer says cannot complete applying armor it, for an object in the way. no sense that the computer can't just like make the yeah Armor around or that they it. don't just like put the collar back on around <laughs> the armor, yeah. like yeah, it's just... not adjustable. It comes in one size. One size fits non-armored scoop. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no bigger. That has no stretch. There are no belt holes in it. Yeah, but yeah. still, it, the problem Shaggy had was more than just the collar. Like yeah. they were right. growing apart because mm. they realized that Dick Dusterly was after Scooby. Which meant that Shaggy was just there, yeah, for whatever, no reason at all. Yeah, and he's he didn't even have to be there. You are useless. So we don't need you. Yeah, yeah. This is this is we getting don't need to you. him. And then yeah, he sees Scooby still going with Blue Falcon, and them bringing him in while Shaggy is over here. That's all he ever wanted, and he's mm -hmm. like nothing to them. So then, yeah, the scene with the color was just something else that added impact for him. So yeah. It wasn't just the color. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was one of the more emotional scenes in, 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 in the film. Yeah. Because you can really see it on Shaggy's face. He's like, it's he, he doesn't want it to happen, but he's like, I know this is something that Scooby really wants and is excited for, so... 
Like it's yeah, meta, it's emotionally it and metaphorically very strong. But when you look at it on the practical, literal it's sense so of flimsy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just put it back on afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On, I don't guys. understand why this is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I, I liked it. I like, I, I liked the thought behind that whole story mm, of, of yes. like they get t- told a- as a pair that they're not needed. And then mm-hmm. e- even a- after that, they split once more where Shaggy is again told, like, hey, no one needs you. Like, you don't do anything. You hide and make sandwiches. Right? Um, yeah. Which which is all of us. Which is, like, bringing back which what... Which is me. Let's Simon, <laughs> which then again is bringing back but what started with Simon Cowell, which was that, hey, we don't need Shaggy and Scooby. Mm-hmm. So now... It turns out no, no one is shy. No one does. Yeah. Um. I I I kind of liked how that grew into this story of like, hey, relationships and f- f- friendships will have that will have stuff where it's like, hey, you guys still might mm-hmm. be f- 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 friends. You guys might end up going separate ways for a while. Might be for a long time. It might be for a week. Know, who knows? You guys might be back to best buddies, and when you realize that, then it's not such a big deal to take off the collar, yeah. To grow and you know, be like, you know, it's my friend. I want to support 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 him as he goes off and fights crime or knows what, right? Mm-hmm. Also, they could have given Shaggy a suit just because. They could have. Yeah, you know, just for yeah. fun. It looks like you've yeah. got enough resources. You can't give him a play suit. You can't give him a blue falcon t-shirt. <laughs> just yeah. put him in there, that the chamber that creates suits out of what nothing. Right. Just put him in there. Have him be in the old suit that is not that is not his size, and so it's like extra lanky and baggy. Or it would be amazing. <laughs> Or if after Scooby yeah. takes the collar off, then Shaggy's like, well, fine, I'll wear it. <laughs> Go. Um, so, you, yeah, yeah, I, I, we've covered most of the plot mm. stuff with that. We jumped around sure. a bit at the end there, but yeah, the day was saved by friendship when... They they got Muttley back. They finally beat Herberus, and they were uh, figuring out how to close the gate or the mm-hmm. yeah the, the gate to hell. And they realized that to do that, one of them, Shaggy or Scooby, had to be on the opposite end. One of them had to go to hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and sure. So yeah, yeah, they had they they have to like it out and, and be like okay well i'll go and be like no i'll go no you won't i'll go no you won't i'll go i'll go i'll go you, you, no no duck season rabbit season duck mm-hmm. season rabbits you know um it so they do that and it ends up being oh i forget which one Shaggy no scoop goes in no scooby goes in there and then they don't it's 
because they're like the gate has to be closed from inside to like trap Cerberus uh, back in there. So yeah. Scooby goes in there and they don't know if that's Shaggy go in there. No, Shaggy See goes inside. It is Shaggy. You're right. Because I'm trying Shaggy to picture goes like, well, well, if Shaggy's gone, like now who does he live with? The real with? mystery just live of, with Shaggy's of this mom? film is who is went in, in at, at the end. No, it was Shaggy who inside. I was trying yeah. to think, how did he manage to, to go inside a beat Scooby? That's what I was trying to figure out. But yeah, no, Shaggy makes... goes inside. Yeah, Shaggy would, goes to I, hell. I also makes <laughs> the plot line we've you always wanted. Shaggy goes would, to hell. Shaggy yeah, that, is almost trapped yeah, yeah. in the underworld. Um, no, but yeah, that would that also fits in line with what has been happening in the film. Like we just mm. mentioned, he keeps being told, "Like, hey, we don't need you," and this is something that he can do. He's like, "I he can like, close the door. You guys need me. I can do this right now, right here." So he goes in. They shut the portal to hell and that's when Velma like you know what I I wonder it, it if we missed right. something she's yeah. like let what me just that? read all this ancient Greek again yeah yeah um, she went like it doesn't make sense that Alexander would have made a way to go in a separate way from his dog to be separated from his dog and not have a way back come back out yeah so but yeah. they figure it out uh, they they read the ancient text. It unlocks a doorway, in which uh, opens up to Shaggy and Harborus kicks him out, mm -hmm. uh, and he is back. And it's a big old family reunion. Everyone lives happily ever after. Uh, they open up their new shop on the boardwalk so after mm -hmm. you're on your your hot date getting some ice <laughs> cream you guys can be like hey let's go solve the mystery of your life hey, and then, yeah, hey yeah, many, let's go over there many, <laughs> many people lose things in the <laughs> beach right you lose it's your like, keys just go to mr ink and they'll find it yeah, it's like, hey, babe, let me take you to the boardwalk and I'll throw baseballs at tin cans and I'll win you a big stuffed bear. And I'll pay some youths to solve any crime you want. Exactly. Good stuff. Um, and yeah, then they have like a big old dance party at the end there with DJ mm -hmm. Blue Falcon. His true <laughs> calling. Yeah, right? Um, the yeah. new Mr. Machine. It's there, yeah. Which all I didn't all like the machines are helping there. Um, mm. you so Ignacio, you, you said you didn't. Oh, the, the mystery, mystery, the new machine. mystery, yeah, machine. That's what you yeah. I didn't like yeah. the design. Uh, yeah, so for, it gets destroyed, and there. then Blue Falcon replaces it with a very high tech space agey looking mystery machine, which looks very impractical to just drive around Southern California. Yeah, and yeah. it also doesn't make sense why. This like modern futuristic car would would have like a tire in the front. <laughs> in the front. Yeah, because it's it doesn't look like merge. it was meant to be the mystery machine. It can make a mm. new ca car, but it still can't make Shaggy a super suit. Yeah, but, uh, not even a shirt. <laughs> not even one hundred percent cotton. Oh, it's a um, poly blend. <laughs> But uh, 
Yeah, so there was a moment there in the middle of watching this film when I was still just like, this movie is not the Scooby-Doo film that I want. Where did it mm-hmm. go? That's the real mystery here. Where did it go? It's lost. Um, they, There was this scene where Fred is looking at the ruins <clears throat> of the mystery machine, and it's in flames. And I, I, yeah. I, I was sitting there like, that's the meme. That's the one. This is what they did to Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 not that 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 bad. Um, but yeah, they they make him a new scene at the end, and he's perfect. Love it. There's there's <laughs> a joke at the beginning of the movie where they have that montage that includes like uh him reanimating all the bits from the original Scooby Doo. Where are you opening? <laughs> Where you see Fred like on it's a picnic on a blanket on the beach on the beach at like <laughs> yeah. uh, at sunset with like candles and he's like toasting and you think he's on a date with Daphne and the camera pans over and he's just toasting to the mystery machine. He's on a date with his van, which I loved. Number one bit in the movie. Man this is van. this is the least Fred and Daphne piece of Scooby Doo yeah. canon I've seen maybe ever. I think mm-hmm. at one point she like. They kind of look at each other yeah, towards a, the end. One scene at the end. But yeah, yeah, it's no nothing. I I was struck by how little flirting from mm-hmm. anybody is in this movie. There's no romance in this movie, and I I felt it. I think, yeah, I I didn't mind that, and I didn't even really notice it. Um, I think since it's a movie, they decided not to put that stuff in there. Like on 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 yeah. the like priority list of like you need to have these scooby-doo ch- you know things for it to actually be scooby-doo the romance aspect is not very high up there but yeah i mean if we have to send shaggy in- to hell uh we can't also have a scene where anybody kisses right no but like when the romance stuff is in the cartoons and stuff i'm totally fine with it i'm like yeah that makes sense that's cool they're a bunch mm-hmm. of teenagers <laughs> what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say there was one moment in the film that I did not like the animation. Mm. Uh, it was very quick, but in my mind it was very prominent. It was when they get pulled uh, 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 over by the cop, and the co- cop does the does the glasses off, yeah like with the hair back and, and it's forth. like a sexy lady cop it's like a it's like a pam anderson and baywatch type of cop yeah and that hair was very stiff it was very <laughs> plastic well it's, it's filled it, with like, aquanet you know yeah, she's, I, she's got to cover with like, hairspray i i wanted it to be more, like but that's the thing like no matter if it is like styled up in some mm. way when they do that like Oh, here I am, flipping my hair back and forth. Look at me, the sexy police officer in uniform. Like, uh, they, like, it's, it goes into this, like, fantasy aspect, right? Yeah. And so, like, that's what I feel like you can do. Like, make it flowy. Make it more like that. And it was just a little bit too stiff where it, like, fell off of the shoulder and, like, back and forth. And I was just like... Well, oh well, I mean, it's not a big a, nitpick, uh, but... 
to play uh, the devil's advocate here, that is uh, Dick Dastardly in a disguise. Yeah. Maybe he has Very real low-quality wigs. <laughs> yeah. he's, maybe he's not Red paying co- top dollar for his wigs. Very Great-quality face masks? Face masks? <laughs> low-quality wigs. <laughs> um, yeah. Which they, you know what? They could have gone with my suggestion another way. Simon Cowell at the beginning could have been Dick Dastardly from the start. Yeah. We're just like, I was too embarrassed to come as myself. So I came to you as pop idol sensation Simon Cowell. He himself a pop idol. I would have liked. show host. I do like this version where it is just legitimately Dick Dastardly uh, approaching these youths like, look, I need your help to get my dog out of the underworld. But he he keeps finding ways to like put on disguises as like training for them. It's like, well, if you kids are top mystery solvers, you have to be able to see through any ploy. And he keeps Mm -hmm. putting on disguises and then tearing them off. And they're like, we know that was extremely flimsy. We did know that was you. This is not training at all. Yeah, we've been just doing this Gene for a long time. Them. You didn't yeah. know, um, but no, like that, and and the whole thing of like uh, when Fred, Daphne, and Velma are in the van, they're like have a mystery. This is the mystery. It's Scooby Doo's mm. lineage, which I liked that. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, like, I, like I can see someone going to the executives at the studio, being like, "Hey, let's make a new Scooby Doo movie." We know that they can solve all sorts of mysteries, but what mm-hmm. if mystery is one of their their own? I love this. Eh? This is big in the eh? Mystery Incorporated series, where Scooby Doo is descended from yeah, an ancient LA race of theory. gods, and this is why he can talk because yeah, he's descended they, from interdimensional beings. But they don't explore it. Yeah, it I need more t- time, and then just drop it. Except, except for the fact that like he is that. Yes. They're, they're just like, well, he, that's what he is. There's no mystery there. Why didn't you call it a mystery? More. I need more mystery. This was high on adventure, low on mystery. Sure. Um, like, I, so looking yeah. back on this movie, there's individual bits I really liked. And it is, it's a little baffling how all of it comes together. Like, it's, you're right, Kyle. Like, it's, it's fine as a movie, but as this being a Scooby-Doo movie, it's like, what an an odd set of choices that you have made here. I only hope that they're going to keep, like, taking different Hanna-Barbera properties and smashing them together. Like, we'll uh-huh. just get all these different combinations. Like, maybe there is a, a movie in the future where they do have, like, a more traditional mystery to solve of, like, you know, they say there's a Bigfoot out in these woods. There's some monster out here. And they go and it's like a legitimate mystery for a while. And then it's just Yogi Bear. Yeah. Uh, and then they just go on an adventure with Yogi Bear. But at least hey, part ooh. of it is a mystery. I see a picnic basket. Maybe Johnny Quest needs some help solving a mystery. You know, they get into all sorts of trouble. They probably like awakened a mummy by mistake. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what they could do also is that... It does feel like they are kind of building towards a bigger Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if the next movie isn't really a Scooby-Doo movie, 
but maybe they could, they could do yeah. Johnny Quest or yes. somehow the Flintstones, the Flintstones. or the Jet- yeah. Jetsons. Like, yeah, put stuff like together that. that hasn't been put together before. Has Johnny yeah. Quest met the Jetsons? I think he should. Yeah, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Do, do like a um, Buck Rogers style thing, right? The adventures yeah. in the like sci fi yeah. future. That would be amazing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want mm-hmm. to mention is Dusty. What did you guys think of Dusty? He is the little vacuum robot. Oh my god! Oh! I he looks like him. one of those Roger Roger robots from the yeah. Star Wars Roger, prequels. Roger. Yeah, one of them. I dug that very much. I like that there is a robot that uh, Dick Dastardly tears apart, fixes with a vacuum cleaner as a cheap joke because the robot sucks. He's bad at his job. And then Daphne is nice to the robot. I did like that when Simon Cowell, he plays an important role and that he breaks down the team. He's like, this is what you're good at. And Daphne's always been kind of amorphous. Uh, you know, yeah. back in 1969, her role was uh, g- girl, pretty, pretty nice girl. You know, and I like that they're sincerely giving her the role of she's the empath of the team. She's the people person. She's the sympathetic one. He runs PR. Yeah, yeah. I like that they made these traits into like a legitimate identity for her and something she was conscious of and something she was working on and really wanted to be good at to everyone, including a little robot with a vacuum face who loves her and spreads the good word of Daphne to other robots. (laughs) Exactly. I also noticed that Velma never said jinkies. She never (sighs) dropped her glasses. In the end credits, she does, but I need more. Yeah. Red never told the gang to split up. Yeah. Um, like that. There's like these are baffling to me. Like we we did get one jinkies, but it was Red saying it, and that was kind of the joke. It was like what? Like I, I, I someone had to say something. It's it suits um, it here. I feel jinkies in this moment. Yeah, but like I, there's so many things that just scream Scooby mm. to me and they didn't do them and I was just like huh I I mean it's yeah it makes me wonder if they're important like important to the story but it was just yeah. like that's it's so classic Scooby like how can you not have Velma like I like Velma being the smart one that's fine like she's mm. the mm. super technical smart one at least make her clumsy Right now, she looks damn near perfect. Right, like <laughs> right. she is she insanely like smart. She, she's she leagues above the, the others. Hacking, she can do this entire thing by herself. Make her c- clumsy, so that she like she has some weakness, right? Um, yeah, I wonder if they saved some of the Scooby-Doo heavy hitters for future movies. Like, well, we're not going to spend them all in the first one. We have to yeah. save I Can't See Without My Glasses. What are we going to do in movie three? That's the one <laughs> where the search is for Velma's glasses. Which are also in hell. They keep going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. 
this movie man was wild it was i i was really entertained i spent the 20 bucks to rent it i yeah. intended to watch it more than once to get my money's worth i didn't have the time but still like <laughs> i i would i was gladly paying 20 bucks to get to watch this movie and to show them i care about scooby-doo i care about all yeah. this hanna-barbera nonsense mm-hmm. i will willingly pay for more this is a yeah. down payment on a future here yeah I, I I hope that they make something else in the same vein. Yeah. Else, yeah. Whether it be Scooby-Doo or some other kind of Hanna-Barbera. I want Johnny Quest because I feel like everybody else has been... Tr- like, you know, there's the John Goodman Flintstones. There's the Dan Aykroyd Yogi Bear. A lot of these things have had updates and like revamps. And we're going to try it as a movie. And we're going to try a, mm-hmm. a new TV show or a comic or something. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of Johnny Quest, and I want to see him be given yeah, I mean, a good adventure. The only thing, like, there was a Johnny Quest reboot at some point. There was in, like, the early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. The real adventures of Johnny Quest. Something like that, yeah. Like, several years ago, I remember reading a news blurb that said Robert Rodriguez was going to direct a live-action Johnny Quest, and I think that thing dissolved or, you know, fell into development hell. I want it. I want to rescue it. I want that back out. Perfect. Uh, I I know we don't normally do recommendations on this podcast, but Mm. I did have something that I at least wanted to give a shout-out to. Um, the Flintstones comics yep. from a few years back. I think like 2016-ish. I could be wrong on that date. I don't remember. Uh, read those comics. They are brilliant. They are so good. They're hilarious. Um, there was a number of Hanna-Barbera properties that DC yeah. Comics there's did, one did, where did like Jetson's Snagglepuss the Snagglepuss one where he's like Tennessee Williams and he's a sad old gay playwright the Southern yeah. Gothic Snagglepuss yeah I've I've heard that one was also very good I've read the Flintstones one in particular and yeah you would think these comics would just be like a modern interpretation of just like a licensed comic which you don't expect much from mm-hmm. these were legitimately brilliant mm-hmm. they were so good so go go read the Flintstones comics uh, I can never say enough about Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated I think it is legitimately one of the finest cartoons uh, I have seen in my adult life I wish it was mentioned in the ranks of like the yeah, Legend of Korra and Adventure Time and, and Avatar and Steven Universe and all of those. I think it's very strong and it's kind of overlooked. And I also want to say that that same creative team at that same time also did a reboot of Looney Tunes that was just called The Looney Tunes Show. And if You're this right, is yeah. and if Mystery Incorporated was Scooby-Doo reimagined as something that was legitimately more like like a Buffy or a Supernatural, like trying more to be a serialized, dramatic mystery show. Uh, (laughs) The Looney Tunes show is Looney Tunes, but it's a mismatched roommate sitcom. And this sounds cheap, 
to have Bugs mm-hmm. Bunny and Daffy Duck just be roommates who are crabby at each other and all the other Looney Tunes characters are like their neighbors. It's so good. Like it takes a little while to find its footing, but then it starts knocking it out of the park. I don't even I don't know where you can find the Looney Tunes show. I hope you can find it. I haven't looked it up in a while. It's better than it is any right to be. It's really fun. Good stuff. It, it, there might be a, a good bit of that on the HBO. Yeah, the HBO I hope Max so. That comes out. Thank yeah, you for I mean, reminding me that that thing is out soon because I have to look that yeah. up. Twenty seventh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comes out. Uh, last thing I wanted to shout out: if you wanted more Scooby Doo, and you are also a comic book creator, DC yes. Comics released two hundred and fifty issues of of Scooby Doo comics for free. Um, what? Yeah. So through September seventh, twenty twenty. Uh, the free comics will be available on DC Universe, Comixology, Kindle, and other digital platforms. It's uh, a bunch of different Scooby-Doo-related series. Uh, Scooby-Doo Team-Up, 1 through 99. Scooby-Doo, 33 through 84. Uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Issue 40 through 103. There's a ton of stuff. If you guys just mm-hmm. want some, want some more Scooby in your life. Um. Well, yeah, I think that about yeah. wraps us up mm-hmm. for our discussion on Scoob. I think that was good. It was fun. I, yeah. I had a lot of fun recording this. Um, be on the lookout again for our Patreon exclusive reactor core. <laughs> reactor core episodes uh those should be up on our website very shortly after this goes up here uh yeah ignacio Mm -hmm. where can the people find you on the internet well they can find me on twitter at ignas rojas b that's i-g-n-a-c-i-o-r-o-j-s-b that's my name. And Melissa? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And this seems an appropriate time to bring up that I did used to run a cartoon-specific Tumblr blog <laughs> that I, <laughs> I started go. in college. It was dorm- I ran it for several years. It went dormant for a while. And uh, here in these times of isolation, I have resurrected it a bit. There's a little bit of new content on there. Not nice. real content that I've made, just reblogs of other things. But yeah, that's cartoonology on Tumblr. So if you want, you can look through the archives, look through the tags, and find a lot of my uh, previous feelings and musings on the various incarnations <laughs> of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Sounds good. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. You guys want to stay up to date with all of our podcasts and such. We are at the Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. We are at 70 followers on YouTube. Uh, so if we can keep bumping that number up, we're close to 100. Let's get us to 100. That would be amazing because I think right at 100 is when we can get our actual URL. I think. Oh, that would be nice. Because uh, right Heck. now it's like slash XZ235D987. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. 
Mm -hmm. It would be helpful if we could get some more subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go check all of that stuff out. Like, share, subscribe, sell your soul, tell a friend, do whatever you need go to, to hell. do to help spread the word. <laughs> Send Open your dog to, to hell. hell. Yeah. Send your man to hell. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, with that, we will get out of here. This has been episode 18 of the Whatnots Reactor Core. We will see you guys next time. I don't know what that will be, but hopefully we will get one. Artemis Fowl? Yes. Yeah, we know we'll at least do one for Artemis Fowl, but we should find something else uh, to do so we can have this come out a little bit more consistently. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we will see you guys next time then. Bye. Hi. Bye. Bye.